0: When you're acting as your doodle's teacher during training, do you know their learning style? Take our exclusive fun and free quiz to find out at thedoodlepro.com/slash learning and make training more fun and successful. On today's bonus breeds episode, we're going to dive in to your most requested doodle mix, burnadoodles. I have a feeling we're going to have a burnadoodle at some point. As our personal family dog and you'll have to listen as to hear why doodle breed dogs are easy to love but can be challenging to parent i'm doodle expert corinne also known as the doodle pro and i'm here to help doodle parents have a more fulfilling and rewarding experience with their doodles no one has professionally worked with as many different doodle breeds or has more experience with doodles than i have And I love to share my expertise in a fun, compassionate, and non-judgmental way. From my years of work and education in the pet care and dog training industry, I have an incredible network of skilled training, grooming, and veterinary professionals to share their knowledge with you and give you the doodle-specific answers you're looking for. I hope you enjoy today's episode as I help you parent your doodle like a pro. As this is a bonus episode... Why not have a bonus Doodle of the Week? Listen to Minnie Bernadoodle Ty's loving mom and adoring sister explain why Ty is so deserving of this award. My name is Elaine, and B is with me. Yang, hi. We live in Englewood, Colorado. Our Doodle is Ty Yang, and he's a Bernadoodle. And we feel one of the best parts about having Ty in our family is that we find a little bit of each of us within Ty, right? And he gives the best kisses every morning. He greets us each morning with the, what do you call it, belly? Belly rubs. Belly rubs. We give Ty lots of belly and rubs. And he's been the best first dog of our life, the family. Yes, every day we say to ourselves, what would our lives be like if we didn't have Ty? He's so special. Anything else? Thank you. Isn't that just the sweetest? I can say confidently to you that Ty wonders every day, what would his life be without you as his family? I adore highlighting your precious dogs. Congratulations, Ty. While Labradoodles and Golden Doodles were the first doodles on the scene, recently Bernadoodles have made the biggest splash. They're actually celebrating their 20-year history of being purposefully bred this year. Perfect timing for this bonus episode. And it has been our listeners' most requested breed breakdown. This is also the next doodle mix my husband has declared we will have next. Every single Bernadoodle that meets him falls in love with him. And frankly, he's a bit jealous of our Cavapoo's utter devotion to me. He wants a turn. Now, genetics matter. And while a tricolor doodle looks adorable, it's important to know what genetics have been used to make this precious-looking pup. So I'm going to dive into the history of Bernie's Mountain Dogs first. Affectionately referred to as Berners, Bernese Mountain Dogs originated 2,000-plus years ago from Mastiff and Guard-type breeds. And their name was derived from the content of Bern in Switzerland, where they lived. They were developed for guarding farms, pulling carts, herding, and driving cattle, and they excel at drafting and carting. So if you have a Bernadoodle and they like to pull on walks, it's in their nature. They have been bred to pull and hard. That doesn't mean they need to pull you on walks, but it does mean they're going to need some more intentional training, to have well-mannered walks that are comfortable for the both of you. When other working dogs were imported into Switzerland in the late 1800s, we almost lost this breed for good. Luckily for us, the breed was brought back from the brink of extinction as a companion and show dog, finally being recognized by the AKC in 1937. Bernese Mountain Dogs were built to be strong workers and do well in cold weather. They're easily recognized with their blocky build and tricolor look, with the black and white coloring with rust-colored accents. One of the other reasons people love Bernese Mountain Dogs is their deep-seated need to please and be with their family. They love you, and they love to be with you. So they are not meant to be a dog that stays in the yard or the field. While they know how to work, they also know that their place is by your side. They can be quite challenging at teens, and their adolescence can feel long. Then they calm down into this beautiful sweet spot. They are sensitive and gentle with kids. But if you look at their breed description, you'll see them described as reserved with strangers. That means they're bred to be discerning and suspicious. Dogs don't know the difference between bad guys and good guys. They know the difference between familiar and unfamiliar, or family member and outsider. So that means if you have a friend over or want to host a dinner party or somebody needs to come in and fix the dryer, your Bernese Mountain Dogs are going to be suspicious and likely bark and try to protect the home. You can make this less stressful for everyone and lower their anxiety through purposeful, positive, and frequent socialization when they're very young and then throughout their adulthood. To learn more about dogs who are bred to be protective and guard, like Bernese Mountain Dogs, Poodles, and burnadoodles, catch episode 17. Berners are very high shedding, and as they were bred to be a working dog, they need both physical and mental stimulation. With their innate desire to be with their human family, They cannot handle being isolated. So this isn't a dog that you can put away in another part of the house or in the yard and just see at the end of the day. They want to be with you. One of the biggest complaints of Bernie's Mountain Dogs lovers are their health issues. They're especially prone to cancer, also bloat, congenital heart defects, and elbow dysplasia. Their life expectancy is just too short for those who love them. Averaging six to nine years, Burner devotees often lament that they get just too little time with their beloved family member. Breeders began crossing burners with poodles, mostly in an effort to have a healthier dog and extend their lifespan. Luckily, this has been working. Remember, the burner is only one part of the equation of our beloved burnadoodles. The genetics poodles bring to the burnadoodle mix is not just their intelligence and non-shedding coat. If you're going for a larger Bernadoodle, they would be crossed with a standard poodle. Standard poodles have almost double the life expectancy of a Bernese Mountain Dog, 12 to 15 years. So that provides Bernadoodle parents hope for a much longer time together. Standard poodles are prone to hip dysplasia, Addison's disease, and bloat. So that means both of these dogs mixed are prone to bloat. I encourage you to discuss with your vet if gastroplexy is a good choice for your dog. It's a preventative and elective procedure done to prevent bloat that is commonly done during a spay or neuter procedure. Both breeds are prone to joint dysplasia, so health testing of their parents is essential. If you are going for a smaller Bernadoodle, they'd likely be crossed with a mini poodle. And mini poodles often have higher energy on average than standard poodles. So while you might be getting a smaller dog, remember, you're already crossing with a very high-energy pup. Miniature poodles can have high energy for most of their life, and Bernie's mountain dog's high-energy-fueled adolescence lasts two to three years. As I mentioned, Bernie's mountain dogs are very high shedders. So if you're looking at a puppy, you want to make sure you work with the breeder and consider the furnishings and how much poodle has been crossed in because you might end up with a flat or unfurnished coat and have just about the same amount of shedding as a Bernese Mountain Dog. Or they can have a coat that looks more like the texture of the Poodle and the low and non shedding that comes with. With Bernese Mountain Dog's dense coat and Poodle's curly to fleecy coat, they're going to need some careful grooming. You might end up with a flat-coated Bernadoodle where they look more like a Bernese Mountain Dog and shed like them, you might end up with a poodle curl and the load and on shedding that comes with it, or a mix of both. Work closely with your groomer to determine the sort of coat your doodle has and their necessary grooming schedule. No matter what, they're going to need consistent brushing, combing, and grooming. But once you've met a Bernedoodle, you're likely to think it's worth it. Many people are drawn to what's called the tricolor coat of Bernese Mountain Dogs, and that's the adorable black-white pattern with the rust accents. You do need to keep in mind that poodles often carry what's called the fading gene, and a lot of those rust spots that are there are likely to fade. The dark black usually stays, and of course the white stays. But anecdotally, I've personally found many of the clients we work with that their dog's rusty red usually fades with age. Often highly desired, the tri color burnadoodles are usually the most popular pick of the litter, but burnadoodles can come in any of the colors their poodle side brings in, too, including apricot, black, blue, brown, and silver beige. Both poodles and burners are very sensitive, and they're open hearted and do not respond well to aversives or harsh corrections. This is certainly true with burnadoodles. While I believe strongly that all dogs work best with humane and positive reinforcement style training, this is especially true for these dogs. They were first purposely bred in 2003 in Canada with the aim of extending their shorter lifespan. Happy 20-year anniversary, Bernadoodles! When I'm asked what's the difference between, say, a Golden Doodle and a Bernadoodle, I usually explain while golden doodles are just exuberantly happy to meet everyone, I find Bernedoodles to be more goofy, and they just have such an open heart. They're a bit more laid back when they mature than golden doodles, but are more prone to jumping on people and pulling on walks. If you're going for a larger mini or a standard Bernedoodle, you need to do early and consistent training. It's sweet when your 10 pound puppy hops on you. But when they're 70 pounds jumping on you, it's not so sweet. And it's cute when they pull on their leash a little and they're just starting their walks. But as they're bred to be high drive and strong pullers of carts, it's not so cute when they think that's how they're supposed to pull you on the leash. Bernadoodles are phenomenal family dogs if you have the patience for the first two to three years. If you get through that phase you're going to come out on the other side with the most loving, goofy, and special best friend. Next week, we'll talk about the latest mix that's trying to upend Bernadoodle's place as most popular new doodle cross. sheep doodles